Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of On The Rise. I'm Alicia and I'm here with my co-host Molly. Today we are going to be talking about friendship. We actually had two submissions to the publication today and it's pretty cool because lately all the submissions have been interconnected so we're able to get a good topic of discussion for our podcast. The first one is The Trap by and it's called The Trap What They Don't Tell You About Adulthood and that's by Daniel Whelan. And the second is, yep, I'm a bad friend, but I'm happier now by Amon Lip. So, Molly, you have a few friends, and I'll let you go first, since you do have a few friends. What do you think makes a good friend? Um, yeah, um, the, the usual things, right? Being there when it matters, having your back, um, trusting you, uh, giving support, um, all those things, right? A friend should make it easier and not harder. That's basically my definition. Yeah, it's like a, mutual, a mutually beneficial relationship in my eyes. Yeah. So when did you make the most of your friends? Like, were they more recent or are they long-term friends? Um, my best friend, I've known him since I was nine years old. So we wow. both met in, in, uh, in, what is that, grade school probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And my second best friend, I've known him for nine years now. Um, so I would probably say that... Uh, yeah, they they go way back, and it would it would be harder now to to make friends on that level. I think I suppose. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's kind of where Daniel was going to with his article. He was saying like in college and also like in high school, it's like really easy to make friends because there's so many people around you and there's a lot of connections available. But once you get older, and in my case, like I have kids and I'm pretty busy, so I don't have um, a lot of time to look for new friends. And like to be honest, I haven't really been as interested as I used to be in finding friendships. Yeah, and I, for me personally, it's also that you're not re- that you don't really need it anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying I would say no to a very good friend, but mm-hmm. um, whenever I meet somebody new and I see like some kind of um, character trait that is not really interesting i'm like okay this is good i i i don't need to go further anymore because mm-hmm. but then you're long, when you're young you don't really care that much and you just like know the person who they are and and you know what i mean i think yeah we're not very selective yeah. when we're younger we just like the first person that's cool we're like okay we're best friends or bffs and yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of why I fell apart from my friends later because maybe we weren't that great a match to begin with. But, you know, as I got into my 20s, we went our separate directions. And that was kind of like a painful disconnect for me too. Have you ever had like friends like friends with them to begin with and then you kind of had to go your separate path? Yeah, um, my my best friend from, uh, from well, childhood uh, ever, you, you mm-hmm. could probably say. Uh, I've mm-hmm. kind of lost contact with him. Um, and that's, yeah, that is, yeah, that, that really, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm over it by now, but it's still something yeah. that, that is, is, uh, a little bit hard because like we were talking about when we were 18 and we were very close. We spent uh, almost yeah, all our days together and we were talking about mm-hmm. like, if it would be 30 or 40 that we would have dinner with our wives and our kids and all that stuff. And you know, what? it still seems like that would be a nice thing to do, but um, yeah. yeah, we lost contact. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever, would you be willing to reconnect or you think it's just done and over with? Um, well, I don't like my sister, my sister knows both of us. So she's always pushing me and him probably too. 
to get back and and yeah but uh, the thing is it's like on on a, a visceral level that we disconnected um uh yeah i don't know if i should go into the details maybe we can do that uh, later in the episode but um yeah, yeah it's uh it's, it's it's hard it's it's i mean that's basically what what friendship is um or that that you that what what i had with that friend was like true friendship and if you lose it you mm-hmm. start thinking about what friendship means yeah i think a lot of people have that first friendship that they kind of lose and i was like mourning mine for a long time i was trying to reconnect the person with the person we had a falling out too but i was trying to reconnect and eventually i just had to accept it for what it was and move on and i'm in a better place now for it but i think it also makes it more difficult in the future i think you kind of put a guard up a little bit because um for a while i was like i'm not really interested in making friends and i'm still i like right now i'm kind of indifferent i'm not hurt anymore i'm just kind of indifferent because i'm so busy with my other things in my life but there was definitely a period of time where i was not interested because of the falling out that we had yeah for me personally i think the the definition of friendship is evolving more like when you're young mm-hmm. you you want to have someone you can hang hang out with uh have fun go to parties um all that stuff now mm-hmm. like if i look at my or at our medium publication and and the friendships that we're building i mean i would call that friendships mm-hmm. too some of the most most yeah. amazing people are here, are here on medium and that could be friendship too. It's not the same like physical friendship that you see each other every day, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely as worth as worthy to, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's important because I think as an adult, like you said, it does evolve and the meaning of friendship kind of changes as an adult. Like I still tend to think of friendship as like, okay, I'm hanging out at the mall, like I'm going to get our nails done, like all that stuff that happened when I was in my early 20s. But now it does seem different. Like since I'm busier, I have to be friends with people who are more along, like on the same page as me and are kind of doing the same things with their lives, which means they're going to be busy too. So there there's more of an understanding like i couldn't be friends with the people i was friends with before because they wouldn't understand if i'm busy or not yeah it's, it's the same thing with me basically sometimes people i mean like i don't go to parties that much anymore so most of my mm-hmm. childhood friends i see them once a year and they're always complaining about why don't you come to they, they play risk every week they play uh mm-hmm. they go to bars or something and they still have their their normal routine that they had when they were 20 25 and they still complain, yeah. like, why don't you go out more? What's wrong with you? I mean, there's not, they, they don't say what's wrong with you, but they're like, yeah, why, why don't you join us? And then I have to say, yeah, but I'm sorry, guys, but I can only do this once a year. I have my other priorities. And they didn't yeah. understand that for the longest time. Like, for three, four, five years, they couldn't understand it. But last time when I went to the party, Bitcoin was booming. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, now we know what you've been doing. I mean, it's, it was easier. <laughs> it was easier. But now, I mean, Bitcoin is is crushing again or is, is is going down a little bit so i think this year this <laughs> summer it will be again the same story like why are you doing this um it's funny yeah. i get it and then like that's your whole thing like saying no that was um what Aman lit talked about in her article just the fact that she has to put boundaries up for her friends and that's something that i had to experience too because right when i came back from costa rica of course everyone wanted to start hanging out and everything but i had to kind of put a little bit of a boundary up i'm like guys i can't do that i'm you know, I had to get into medium. I'm writing my posts every day and now we're doing the podcast. So like, I don't have time. Like I hopefully like next year, things will be a little bit different and we can hang out more. But I think sometimes you just need to take a little break or you just need to establish that um, you need this time to, to work on your yourself or work on your own things. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it ties in with what we said yesterday, I think. That for me personally, I had to cut some of those friendships loose because they were, I'm not going to say toxic, but they, they weren't helpful. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I got my, my things back together, let's say, uh, you can't go the first thing, you can't go back to the same friends and do the same things. So that's why I had to say, look, you know what, guys, I'll, I'll see you once. I, I'll go to a party once a year. Uh, most of the time it's like uh, um, marriages and stuff, but that's that's cool too. But um, you know what? Uh, you can't do. You can't if if something is not working with the friends you are, of which you have. You can't. Whenever things work out, you can't go back to those friend to those friends and do the same things all over again. It's a recipe for disaster. You have to be honest. Yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's the same in your case too. Um, I can't judge, of course, or I don't know what really happened. But if you decided to go to Costa Rica for a year, that's a conscious mm-hmm. decision. And right, if you come back, you can't go first thing in the morning, see your old friends and, and do the same things back again. Or that thing yeah. that you experienced in Costa Rica would, would be gone in, in a second. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Because I think everyone was just expecting me to jump right back into hanging out. I'm like, I can't hang out to one in the morning anymore. Like, I want to do things so I can get back to Costa Rica and do some more traveling because my priorities are a little different now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they think it takes a while for people to kind of get the hand. Like you said, it took like five or we used to five or six years mm-hmm. for people to understand what you're working on. So I think that's where we're at now. And like, if, I don't know if I'll lose the friends or if they'll, uh, I think some of them will definitely still be there, but I think a couple are offended, but you know, it's just, it is what it is at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I, I always had have the impression that if you do that for like three, four years, really say no to a lot of things, only the true mm-hmm. friends will stick around. The ones who yeah. weren't that interested anyway, they're gone. And now my friends mm-hmm. that are, are at my side, let's say, are really people who, understand what I'm doing. They're not really, they're not always that's, that's on the same page with me, but they understand what I'm doing, yeah. why I'm doing it. And, and this mm-hmm. is better. Uh, I, I got rid of the, the, the loose change, let's say. Yeah, I agree. And I'm the same way too. Like I'll reciprocate that. Like if someone's busy, I completely understand. I'm never trying to pressure somebody. If I know they're have a lot on their plate, like I'm completely understanding of that. So to have the same thing reciprocated is nice. Yeah, that's that's. A, I mean, um, it, it, your your friend is not a good friend if he doesn't let you be who you are or who do you want who you want to be. So if you want to be uh, an entrepreneur or you want to be ambitious, and your friend is always trying to to get into your business, well, I mean that tells you a lot about the friendship or the nature of the friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know what? What else? Go ahead. Sorry. You know, go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, Aman, like she was writing about the fact that there she had a lot of friends that were takers and they just take from her. And we were talking in the beginning about like, it's really important that the friendship is mutually beneficial. Because I've had a lot of friends that I'm not even sure if their intention was to be a friend or just to try to take advantage of the situation, but it doesn't feel, you know, great when you have somebody that's just trying to leash off everything you're doing or they always are asking for something. They're not trying to, it's not, they're not trying to help the situation, I guess, or it just doesn't feel like a friendship. Yeah, the, the thing is about my, let's say my three best friends, they're all mm-hmm. people who give. They, I mean, they're all extremely giving people. They, they don't take anymore. 
they always, for <clears throat> instance, they are the kind of people who are 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 cool with you ex- ex- succeeding. They're not they're not <clears throat> afraid of your ambitions. They don't don't feel like your achievements lessen them lessen them. So it's yeah, those people are great to hang around with. But um, yeah, you have to be yeah. It starts with saying no to to a lot of things and 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 and, and be who you be be who you want to be, and you will attract same persons. I, I be- really believe that. Yeah, I mean, it's really fortunate that you because you said your one friend was your friend since you were nine years old. Like, it's really cool that you guys kind of grew into be similar type people. Like, you both are ambitious. Like, that's really good. Like that you lucked out in that case. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. I, I, I didn't even think about that, but that's true. Uh, when we were nine years old, you don't know who the other person is. And I mean, we yeah. have we have gone through a journey together. I mean, we had some huge fights. We, I mean, when I played poker, he wasn't really understanding about that, and I get that because yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah. And how do you kind of like come back from your fights? Was there ever a period of time where you didn't talk for a while or do you always try to kind of resolve it? Yeah. But I mean, people, they know me, they, they know me by now. Then for instance, I have a friend and he lives now in Moscow, but I had a startup with him, Jack Popo. Um, mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we, we don't talk for six months now <laughs> and it's, it's strange. It sounds strange, but that's how we are. Exactly how we are. And then we can see oh, just in yeah. Yeah, we can see each other and, and, and we go just start or left off left off where we are. left off. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we that's just how it is. I mean that's that's how it, how I am a little bit. Uh, I can sometimes not talk to someone for a month and then there's something that going on and we talk for two, three, four days really intense and then it's another two months in between. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And let's see. So I also had like the articles about friendship. Did you have one too before? Um, you had written about like last November, you said that you hadn't saw your friends, you hadn't seen your friends for a while and then you reconnected with some of them. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that, that, was, that was fun too. And uh, one, my best friend was going to be there, but he, he got the flu, so he didn't. But uh, it were, mm-hmm. um, the one person was a person who en- ended up doing the stream with for uh, a week. So that was mm-hmm. that would have never happened if I didn't connect, reconnect. And the other person was, uh, or the other friends were um, my brother-in-law and my sister. So that was fun too. And uh, it's yeah. nice to do that because like, I feel like at my, my age, you really have to put that in your calendar. It's not that spontaneous anymore. It's not like... It's not- yeah, you go out in, in the bar or in a, in a game or whatever and you see them. No, you really have to say like, let's put a date in our calendar, six months, you get a babysit, <laughs> um, right? <laughs> Figure all things yeah. out, everything that needs to happen, all the, the little pieces in the, of the puzzle, and then you can have an amazing time. But if you don't do that, you don't see them again anymore. Does that bother you at all? The no. fact that it has to be so planned? No, no I, that's how life is, right? I mean, I have other priorities now. I have um, some amazing projects. Uh, I want to spend my time with, with the people I really, really uh, admire. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how life is. They have their families. They have friends. They have also um, their kids. 
uh, their job, their <laughs> career. I mean, that's how life is. And I really think if, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, if, if, if yeah. you really want to see each other, or you really need each other, you're there. So that's what I, I write about all the time. Like, the best, the best things that happened to me were just friends showing up and saying, hey, what are you doing? Or can I help you? And at the time, that was what I, what, what, was what I needed. So That's true. Because you just wrote about that the other day, I think that's what you're alluding to. Can you talk yeah. about that story? Yeah, so um, that was when I le left college for the second time. Um, I was mm -hmm. totally burned out. I was like, I didn't know what I had to do with my life. I just, I stayed at, in my apartment all day watching uh, Discovery Channel, don't, not doing anything. I didn't even re answer my mails, my, my texts. So people, I think people got a little bit worried. And one day, my friend just, one night, my friend came over. So that's the guy I did the stream with. Uh, yeah. So we go back like nine years. We've done poker together. We've done Bitcoin together. So he just came came around and he's like, unannounced. I think his father was in the, the hospital and I live close to the hospital. So he just came, he came around and he just quickly <laughs> figured out that I was like wasting my life, that I was in a bad place. So he's uh -huh. like, what's, what's up with you? And we just start talking for like two, three hours. Uh, mm -hmm. I talked about everything that was bothering me. Um, I think I just needed that. I don't, didn't need that much more at the, at, the, at the moment. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think I needed that. I needed the, the, the company of a friend who was really not judging, but who was really like getting to the bottom of things. Right. Yeah, that's really good. And you said after that, you played tennis with him like every week, say, every week or so. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah. I mean, the, it wasn't only playing tennis, but the, the tennis was also cool because it, it got me outside, you know, talking to other people, doing some physical exercise. But every time we did tennis, after the tennis, we would like just sit in the clubhouse for an hour or two and just brainstorm. It was then that I talked about him with Bitcoin. I, I talked about run, starting a business. I mean, you know what I mean? I started creating again. I started in my mind, there were things happening again. And I mm -hmm. very slowly figured out what I could do with the rest of my life. So that I really needed that. That's awesome. And you know what's funny too? Like sometimes I'll feel like I don't want to hang out with my friends or see them. And then when I actually do hang out with them, it feels it's actually a good time. I'm like, okay, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> You know, because I think it's also because I'm introverted. Like I always like, like even Amon was saying, she's saying that sometimes she's uh, cancels plans. Do you do that ever? No, um, I'm uh, <laughs> you probably know that punctual. right now. I'm, I'm very punctual. I'm really strict. If I say I'm going to be at a certain spot, uh, I'll be there. So I don't, I don't really do that. But I don't say yes very often. That's a, a good. That's a thing too. That's I say yes that's once good. a month, and then if I say yes, well, I, I can be there. Um, so, and if you say yes, do you ever feel like you don't want to go? No, like you want to back out. I would never say yes if I don't want to go. I only okay, say okay. Yes if everything feels right. So then I have no reason not to not to do it. I mean, I definitely say yes, and everything feels right. But then, like the day of, I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want to do this anymore. But on the other hand, then I go there and I actually have a great time. So <laughs> that happens too. Yeah, it happens to me too that I say yes. Like, my mom talks about it, right? So much, she says, "Yeah, let's do a dinner party in two weeks." And then, like two weeks later, she says, "Oh no, why did I say yes?" Because you're always I know. 
you have some moods where you want to do everything and then you have moods. But the thing is, if I say yes to something and mm -hmm. even though I feel like two weeks later, I don't feel like it, I said yes, so I have to go. It's like forcing myself. Um, that's, for instance, how I, do, uh, how I trade too. I have a trade. I have, yeah. I have an idea to do it. And I just say like you, in two weeks, I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't make sense in two weeks, I won't do it. But I cycle through a lot of mental stages and then I realize uh, the ones that really matter. Yeah. It's the same thing. With oh, yeah. So I think your whole thing is like, it's actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a bot, I think, because her whole title is, yep, I'm a bad friend, but I'm happier now. Because I think it's about also just making sure that you're happy with whatever it is. Not that you shouldn't like, you know, you should keep your commitments and whatnot. But sometimes like, if I'm going to be happier, if I don't go, I just, I'm like, okay, guys, we're gonna have to do this a different day. Like, I don't do it the day of though. Like, I'll do it like maybe a couple of days in advance. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And that's like you say, the most important thing is that you're happy and that you're uh, doing what you love. So that's important. And I get it. And for instance, if it doesn't work out, you, you've changed or your plans change that you that you cancel. Um, but uh, I don't, yeah, I don't do that much. Yeah, I'd rather not. But sometimes I'm just like, I'm not up to this tonight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is like, for instance, too, I've been so restrictive with my friends I have so few mm -hmm. friends left that the ones I have are really good friends. So if we get together for half an hour, I know I'm going to get more energy. Yeah. Then yeah, because I know, I know them. I know what they they they're givers. They're not takers. I know like even if I don't feel like going, I, I know like if I go, I, I'm going to have something. And it's also that's true. Yeah, how I how I am, I'm like a, the cup is half full kind of guy, right? So. Even if I don't really, really, really don't like to go and I'm like, why did I say yes? And I go to the party and it's totally disappointing. I still try to, when I go home, think like, what did I learn? What I still, still, still like to pick three or four things that are really grateful for that I went. That's true. And do you think your friends like all bring something different to the table? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really believe that. Yeah. So. Everybody is unique, right? That's the thing. Um, you can talk about, uh, you, have, you can have a certain opinion about objects and over topic and talk about part of with a friend and they're like a totally different place, a totally different idea about it. And it still mm -hmm. makes sense that, for that person. So yeah, it kind of uh, broadens my view. That's really important too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't talk about like, trades with friends. I mean, I, I used to do that in, in time. Like uh, a guy would say, hey, can you give me a tip? And I say, yeah, buy Litecoin. And Litecoin would go yeah, five, times, times five or something. And he would come back to me and yeah. say like, hey, that Litecoin thing, when is that really going to explode? And I think like, it's went. so I don't do that anymore. So I don't talk trades anymore. But I still like to to see if I'm at a good state of mind. And I still like to, if I have an idea, run it through or talk to it friends. Like the guy in Moscow is a very good businessman. I know if mm -hmm. I have a business idea, he, he like picks through it in five seconds, right? So that's why I do it. Yeah. So what do you think about that starting businesses with friends? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I did it <laughs> once. I didn't start, but I joined and, and, it's hard, but um, if mm -hmm. it works out, it's the best thing ever. But like, 
business is hard. There's so much things that go wrong. I mean, you really have to be sure of your or yourself. So um, I wouldn't do it. I, I like I have that all the time, and I'm sure you have that all the time too. People now know that I'm an entrepreneur, that I'm okay in the money department. So they come to me and like, yeah, I have an idea to pitch, or you know what I mean. Business ideas they they happen all the time now, but most of the time yeah. I'm like. Uh, I'm not going into business with you, dude. <laughs> I know you from college. <laughs> I know what you're up to. So uh, no, I, I'm very restrictive. I, I say I say no a lot. That's the thing with me. So uh, like a business idea too, it has, it has to be perfect yeah. for me to, to step in. Yeah. Was it always easy for you to say no? No, I, I was a guy who always said yes, but uh, that was destroying me. So I had to figure out a way to say no. And then there was a, a time like in 2013 that I said no all the time. Between 2013 and 2016, I said no all the time. And that was too much. So I had to find a power <laughs> to say uh, yes sometimes too. And now I only say yes to the things that really make sense. Right. Like once you started saying no, was it freeing? Or like how did you feel? You were nervous at first? Yeah, at first it's really nervous because people are like, Hey, can I have a drink with you? And I used to be the guy who says, yeah, of course. I mean, I was, I was there first. But now, yeah. uh, then I had to say no. And at first you want to say no and give a reason. No, you know, no, because I sick or I'm, I'm, I have a hangover or I feel, don't feel well. And then you say, no, I, you know what? You, you start to soften the blow, but then you have to yeah. say, yeah, no, sorry. It doesn't, it, it doesn't go. I, I can't go with it. That's the thing you have to do. And then, like I said, they know becomes uh, saying no starts getting addictive. So you say no all the time. So then you have to figure yeah. a way to say yes again. It's funny. <laughs> That's funny. And how do they react to you at first? Like, were they just cool or they just, I think you kind of said, like, at first they kept asking you anyway. Yeah, they start, yeah. yeah. And then and they, I mean, they make it then very difficult for you to say no because then they're like, yeah, but I'm at your door, right? Or, uh, or yeah. Um, there was a time that I was dead broke, so I said, "Yeah, I don't have money." And they're like, "No, it doesn't matter. It's on me." Yeah, that 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 doesn't that makes you even uh, right more worse. Uh, yeah, worse. Right. That's 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 the worst thing. But um, yeah, they 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 try to they try to make you say no. That's why you can't say like, "No, I I don't want to go because I feel tired." Because then they'll go. I think he's gonna tell the truth. Yeah. yeah. Just have to say no. Yeah. I don't want to, or no. I, I no. Just no. Don't give a reason. Just say no, and then they can say they can't say yeah, but this or that. I'm getting to that level. Like I'm still at like no, and then an excuse. Usually the excuse is true though. I'm trying not to like make up things because, like you said, people try to like wiggle around your excuse and find another reason for you to come. So I'm just like, no, I'm kind of tired right now, and I really want to stay in. I mean, that's pretty legit. Yeah, you have to you have to be careful with the fake excuses because if you say no, yeah. I don't want to go because yesterday I went and that's a lie or a white lie. You know, you're you're turning right. your reality into a lie just because of them. So you can't do that. I just say <laughs> that's true. No, and uh, yeah, like I said, it's freeing. It's it's very freeing because if you say no to a lot of things, you can say yes to the things that are truly uh, a no-brainer. Like I always say. Yeah. Well, I think fortunately, like for this year, I've kind of put the distance or the boundary there right now. Next year, I'll probably have to practice my nose again. <laughs> but for now, yeah, maybe I'm good. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you keep up doing that and like keeping a little bit distance, being serious with what, mm -hmm. with your projects, 
people respect that and yes. people won't harass you anymore. Like with me, they respect me all the time because now they, they know I'm like that crazy Bitcoin guy who's trading and stuff like that. They won't bother yeah. me with some minor things. So if, if one of my friends calls me and says like, I need to see you tonight, I know it's going to be serious. And I say, yes, sure. They know. Oh, that's good. And yeah, that's, that's the beauty of saying no. And, and think about it. That's because I said no, I could do this podcast because I said no to a lot of other things. And now I have the free time to, for instance, do this podcast. So yeah, saying no is more yeah. powerful than you think, especially against two friends because most of us can't say no to friends. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot of people can't say no to things, just things in life in general, like you said. So yeah. it's definitely an important thing to learn, but yeah, I think that's a good point in this episode today. What do you think? Yeah. I, well, I'm going to say one more line if I can. Right. Yeah, of course. So the joke is just uh, an observation. Um, <laughs> if you say no a lot, your yeses become more valuable. That's a good one. That's a good ending. Yeah, maybe you should end here, right? <laughs> that was a good ending. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening today to On The Rise on Anchor. If you like this episode, please give us, give us some claps and follow us on Anchor. And I think we're still looking for writers and mediums. So if you want to head over to my profile, my email address is there and you can send me an email. Thanks so much again. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.